0: Welcome to something crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut
1: Welcome to something crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to
2: something crunchy. All
1: right, back. In the studio with Tyler D and Polygaby, let's put (laughs) them up. (laughs) Uh, How are we feeling tonight? Oh Oh. boy! Jeez!
0: If I was
1: any more full on chicken, I'd be shit nuggets, right? Oh my god! If I was any more full of chicken, I'd be growing feathers. We have. I'm about to clock. We have taken on the great debate. We have um, stood our ground. We have in in the battle. Mm-hmm.
3: The great chicken we, debate.
1: Let's discuss. I got the tummy pain. The to prove war it. of the chicken sandwiches. Mm. We ate all of them. All of them. Some of the ones and, that weren't even and, on the and list. And Whataburger. <laughs> so heavy. so the main the main deal this summer the, the you know the chicken sandwich war Popeyes the hot social media debate Popeyes outvoted Chick fil A. Is mm-hmm. the greatest chicken sandwich? It mm-hmm. so hadn't happened in yeah. like a decade. It's a big deal. That
3: is a big. deal. So
1: they started talking shit on Twitter, and then Wendy's got in on it, and then the three of them all talking shit. So we got we got those sandwiches. We got two of them from Popeyes. I, I went in there. I was like, dude, I haven't had one of these yet, but we're talking about it on the podcast later. I was like, I need. Uh,
3: <laughs> Give me your podcast. I
1: was like, I need the chicken war sandwich. And he was like, kinda give me this look. I'm like, you know the the one with all the fuss about like the, the the chicken sandwich. He goes and he just points and there's like two piles of chicken sandwiches. He goes <laughs> he goes, We got mild and we got spicy. And I was okay. like, okay, all right. Well, which one You know, like, won the won the chicken sandwich Which war? one went up for the challenge? Like, I, was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm was like, i here for the fucking sandwich, man. Yeah, like, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not you. the only one You know what I'm here? Like, this. Weren't you out of these fucking sandwiches like two weeks ago? Like, yeah, which one did you used to be out of that <laughs> you have a pile of now? That's the one I want. I'm, I'm here for the sandwich. So I, I got one of both, as, as you know. <laughs> right. Yep. And um, so we, and we got the Wendy's. We did. What a burger was next door, so we grabbed the what a chicken. What a chicken? Yep. Chick-fil-A. It's a, a Texas solid choice And, a, and then the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, the Chick-fil-A. Um, this
3: was hard, first off. For I didn't me. think
1: it was that hard. Not for me, I yeah. didn't think it was that well, hard. I
3: was coming a bit biased for a few of them, but then everything changed. Well, you so love the Chick-fil-A
1: sandwich for nostalgic reasons. And, and when you open that thing just, up, if we're just jumping into the presentation of them, yeah. Yeah. Tyler had the best way of describing what the Chick Fil A sandwich looked like in comparison to the other Chick sandwiches, they were there. <laughs> well, what did I say? You said that the Chick Fil A sandwich looked like the black and white version on the burger commercial <laughs> before they show you the like good juicy one. Like, oh yeah, are you tired of the same old boring <laughs> burger? <laughs> 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 and it was. It looked pathetic, but that came in second place for me. I thought that was a close second, yeah, to Popeyes. I, th- sure. I mean, I think overall, I Popeyes had won it for Popeyes me. The Popeyes at me all yet. So this me was neither.
3: completely new. I've had Wendy's. I've had Chick Fil A. Obviously, like
1: I get what the fuss is about.
3: And I mean, I just I do love Chick Fil A. I've grown I just. I still don't but think Popeyes... any of those sandwiches
1: have anything on the Chick Fil A. Chicken okay. club sandwich. That is like their so best. So going sandwich. through. That one's grilled though. It is. Yeah. So and it wasn't So going through part of with the debate.
3: Popeyes. So we had, you brought the regular and the spicy. Yep. For me. I mean, the regular was like okay. I mean, it had like thick chicken. I usually don't love like the extra thick. You can give
1: us your Gosh, your rundown, chicken. the official review. Well, she, I'm just well, she, going between regular. This reminds and me of her yeah. official review while we were eating it. She just wouldn't shut up about the she the, was, the thickness of the chicken was very important to her. Yeah.
3: Oh my god! Well, there's I was like taste, spices, spices
1: presentation, <laughs> bun. Well, the what a chicken overall. was like a
3: way thinner, bigger piece of chicken. Yep. Yeah. But Popeye's had, like, a fat piece. Chick-fil-A had a big ol' thick piece. Thicky Thickerson. (laughs) Thicky (laughs) (laughs) Thickerson. But no. Okay, so Popeye's reggae was, like, okay for me. Oh,
1: see, I thought thought that was... High on the list for me. Tied for the best with the the spicy Popeye's.
3: No, I... I would say Chick Fil A was like the closest second to that Popeye spicy. You love the Popeye's At spicy. first, the first bite was like explosion of spicy flavor. But to me, I'm like the biggest was when it comes to spicy right, stuff. So. You are.
0: Well, let's start with bag appeal. <laughs>
3: okay, okay. Yeah, I
1: agree. Who had the best bag appeal for you? I thought hands down it was Whataburger. Straight out the bag, me yeah, too. Whataburger. Whataburger. Looks good.
3: They always. It's like always a big amount. I thought
1: Whataburger looked best. Out of the bag. Yeah, me too.
0: I agree. Good,
3: like wheat bun, you know, that there was like some good. Like
0: it looked huge. Things were hanging out the side of it. Like was right. well put like together. A, yeah. It was a pretty sandwich. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Number two on the list for me was Popeye's spicy. Yep, definitely looked good. Oh, it just looked amazing. It's
3: a, it's a
1: handsome sandwich. You could tell that there's some sauce. <laughs> and there's some sauce on yeah, it. There is some oh. sauce on there. <laughs> See in the wind. The Wendy's win- one it. looked okay for a second, but it, it looked kind of small and like the Chick Fil A. I thought the presentation was just that a was little last on the a list little for weak. me. I mean, wh-
3: I don't know. You love
1: the spicy from. Popeyes Blair, how would yeah. you compare it to the Wendy's one? Well,
3: the spiciness is like so different because Popeyes uses a spicy mayo, right? Where That's what Wendy's makes it spicy. does like a spicy breading, like on the chicken that doesn't necessarily taste like this, like real spice. Like it's like a weird.
0: It's a rub. It's a rub. It's a rub. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A oh, dusting. yes. A light flaking of yeah. spiced rub. Right. <laughs> so
3: I actually, as far as Wendy's goes, I actually would take probably the spicy over. The regular. Do they even make
0: a
2: regular?
3: I thought it was only. No, makes a classic <clears throat> chicken.
1: I think they make a regular. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I think but they that, do. But
3: Popeye's with like, it's like the regular chicken but uses the spicy <sighs> mayo. And it is so good. Like I kept going back and was like, oh man, that piece is already gone.
1: I can't believe we tackled all the five of those sandwiches
3: oh my god just overload <laughs> I think we only needed
0: like a couple of bites of each i wouldn't have oh, made yeah. it if it was an entire oh. sandwich each oh. but i can mean, do
3: chicken sandwiches of anything but chick-fil-a you know how hard it is to beat chick-fil-a in my book like i like there's a every nostalgia bite, factor like, to chick-fil-a you could, that, that's you could the line long lasting chicken winner. sandwiches and i and i could like immediately target no it. i think it's been Chick-fil-A. dethroned
1: yeah. I'm on the side of Popeyes. I thought both of their sandwiches Agreed. were better than Chick Fil A. Um, Chick Fil A was mm-hmm. shortly behind them. They were good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I love the. It's like funny with Chick Fil A. They have like just like that particular like Chick Fil A flavor. Like you can even extra salt. Mm-hmm. Is that, <laughs> yeah. Where mm-hmm. they, you, you can get a sandwich with no pickle, but like you still kind of taste it. You still kind of taste it. You're like somewhere. That, it that
1: pisses me off when the you could tell I they just took off the pickle when you say no pickle. Where like, like, do
3: you put the chicken? What if
1: you had it? a pickle allergy? There's still a vinegar... pickle remnants all over that chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little bit of pickle, like even if you just take it off right away, I knew it was there. Yeah, it goes a <laughs> long way. <laughs> Here's my list.
0: I want to hear it from top to bottom. Okay. Number one, all time popeye spicy nice yeah nice agree i agree uh i gave it a 9 out of 10 okay overall
3: it's a nice. good rating for you
1: yeah that is, that's a high rating
0: it's a medium spice it sticks around for me like yeah. a, like a couple minutes afterwards you know uh, yeah uh, some of the other ones like you could taste the spice but it was gone within two or three seconds right this one stuck around. It had a little hang time. Yeah. <laughs> little two, three minute hang time. I
1: needed Speaking uh, of hang time, two sodas. Yeah. Player, can you open up that window there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
3: going to get bad. <laughs> uh,
0: coming in next. Tide was the original Popeye's chicken sandwich
1: and the Chick-fil-A. See, yeah, I completely sandwich. agree. And as disappointing as the Chick-fil-A sandwich looked, it really did taste like amazing amazing better than the a chicken and better than the wendy's i thought the a chicken was pretty dry it looked the like the best one it had a real juicy tomato on there (laughs) (laughs) it it was it was pretty dry
3: i could tell you which one wasn't dry wendy's because they love over mayo they soaked that That was on the bottom of
0: my list i gave that a four (laughs) and a half out of ten it's just For four and a half spoonfuls of mayo it's on good that enough little to chicken eat sandwich on a road the trip. Chicken's not but
3: bad. It's just over mayoed,
0: it's just like a sour cream dollop worth of um, mayo on top. You have top. to
3: scrape my bun like
0: before I, saw I give it to you. Time. I pre scrape your bun, oh. <laughs> and then you post scrape again to get the remnants that There's I might a have missed. Blair loves a pre scraped
1: bun. <laughs> <laughs> My baby knows what I like.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but Popeye is spicy for me all day. Number one, nine out that of ten. That was such a yeah. like
3: a surprise. Yeah, I didn't know it was gonna get me that good. But I love Popeye's and John. I've always gotten like their tenders and some other good things. So I like. I knew it was gonna be good, but yeah. I'm just glad we like finally did this challenge. Right. I mean, I mean well, it, it,
0: old it, school Popeyes eating guy. They're on just about every Air Force Base in the world. We're a little late for oh, like the
3: challenge. So but it still needed yeah. to be done.
1: Our input yeah. needed to be had. I needed to know who won. We just
3: needed to like, I mean, definitely go through.
1: No, that, that, that's good. It was it was a good it was a good chicken battle. Yeah. It, it was um. It was chicken warfare. It was chicken warfare. Um, I, is there any I'm feeling? O- it. Is there any <laughs> others? Do you feel that deserved to be? In, Everybody's in got game. one, but, but I feel like those ones. are the go-to's.
3: KFC has like a chicken sandy. See huh? that one
1: I've heard has been talked about. Yeah, the Snacker. Should was we good. have gotten a, the Snacker was pretty good. It was pretty good, but I, I feel like it would have been above Wendy's, but not just a notch though. Like it couldn't have not, competed with the Popeyes
0: and the Chick fil A's no. of the world.
1: There's a reason that they were on top. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Big ups. Way to go, Popeyes. Nicely done. Mm. With that said, let's take a break.
3: Enjoying something crunchy? Follow us on social media and tweet us your comments and questions at crunch underscore cast. We encourage you to participate and thank you for listening.
1: We are back. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, that could only mean oh, one. That thing. makes me
3: so happy to hear that.
1: Two seconds worth of. Audio I know. I already know what that is. Um, Yoked. I must say that when it comes to this next segment,
2: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> scared. Oh, one of my favorites of... <laughs>
1: It is the 30th year anniversary. No way. It is. And it is something Crunchy's salute to say by the bell. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's
0: an iconic. I think it was my first favorite show I ever had. It
1: probably was my like first favorite show.
3: I like grew up. I didn't realize I like literally grew up. I mean, I'd be a loss
1: for identity without Zach Morris, and I mean, I wouldn't
0: know how to be cool without him. That's for sure.
1: Without him and the Fresh Prince, like me in the '90s, like kiss class president goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you that right now. Yeah. (laughs) And Kelly Kapowski, I mean. Uh, if she wasn't everybody's like first, you know, for boy, boy girl thing, yeah, you know, for sure. like I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty yeah. sure Blair oh, first cranked it to Kapowski. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, not to Zach, but to
3: Kelly.
1: Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Zach's cute, but Kelly, you know, <laughs> but everybody. Did you see Kelly. If you didn't, if you weren't in love with Kelly, like something's wrong with you. On, you didn't have a oh, television. Yeah, like phew. You, you hadn't seen the show yeah. yet
3: i just love zach and kelly together
1: 30 years ago Say by the bell premiered on nbc any real Say by the bell fan knows that wasn't technically the beginning of the show as disney channel aired a 13 episode series called good morning miss bliss of course. the previous year featuring zach screech lisa mr Belding, and a host of other characters the series was set at a middle school in indiana As the show was retooled for high school at an NBC, many characters, including the main character and Miss Bliss, were dropped, and the show got transported to Southern California. So Saved by the Bell sort of began in 1988, but Saved by the Bell as we know it, being the most iconic high school show of all time, began (laughs) on August 20th, 1989, 30 years ago.
0: That's incredible. Uh, Did they ever refer back to... The move? Did anybody say anything about, like, yeah, no. we used to be in Indiana No, now I don't no. remember anything about that.
1: No, it was kind of like a it, almost a spin off or like a reboot because they didn't ever address any of the other characters. Like, it wasn't as if. Lisa, Mr. Belding, Belding. Zach, and Screech all moved from Indiana to California (laughs) the same summer (laughs) and then went to the same school. Everybody's Everybody's going to Bayside. Same principal and everything. No way. Let's follow Mr. B. He's pretty cool. He (laughs) knows what's up. There's a movie about that. I mean, speaking of which, like to talk about how big Saved by the Bell is, in addition to the Good Morning, Miss Bliss, mm-hmm. and, and then the original series, plus the college years, yep. and the new Love class, yep. then there's the two movies. Ooh. They've also, oh there's God. been a comic strip about it. What? Um, do you remember the episode where Mr. Belding's brother, Rod Belding, oh, yeah. comes? I feel like I remember that And was supposed to sure. take him on the, like... River school, rafting oh, the, trip? Yeah, the river rafting trip. Oh, my yeah. God, you Doesn't do you to be with a stewardess or something like that. I, yeah. Tyler I was excited Rod. for trivia.
0: He had all his hair.
1: Anyway, oh, so, yeah, well. he, he was Mr. Cool. He wasn't Mr. Actor. He no, turned no. into a real estate agent, but he did direct a small movie that was about, like, three guys going to California to, like, find Mr. Belding or like some, some, it, was, it was something like that. <laughs> a spinoff I, 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 I movie? Forget. Yeah. But there's been all kinds of stuff and there's also been a reboot talk for years and, years, sure. and years and years and years. And it's happening. Oh, NBC what? Universal has announced that a reboot of the beloved 90s Saturday morning yes! show featuring what? original stars Mario Lopez <gasps> and Elizabeth Berkley that will air on its new streaming service which will be called peacock of course
3: wait so is it just them two
1: that's all that we confirmed. have from the confirmed from the original hey, they'll probably be cameos and such
3: Okay, i'm happy with that
1: would you be happy with like hearing a little premise
3: oh of course what's see,
1: up with mpg no see, more mpgs see, seems pretty interesting here when california governor zach morris gets into hot water for closing too many low-income high schools he proposes they send the affected students to the highest performing schools in the state, including Bayside High. The influx of new students gives the overprivileged Bayside kids a much-needed and hilarious dose of reality, reads a statement about the show. It's not clear if any of the sitcom's other stars, including Mark Paul Gosselaar, who played Zach, will be involved. The updated show joins Punky Brewster and Battlestar Galactica yeah. that will be rebooted on Peacock. The streaming service will launch in April 2020. Peacock. Faux 20, 20,
3: 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm stoked for some of that. That's yeah, exciting. I'll yeah. definitely check it out. I'm excited for it to come back because it left It left everybody wanting more. And of since course. then, it's just been books and bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and lots, and lots of fluff. Yeah, the most interesting that's come out has come from from the guy who's been in sex tapes and stabbings and yeah, screech has been Dustin. He's D. been busy. Behind the Bell that was not a good read. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, that was, was going to watch. I'm break down the cliff notes for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was after the fact. In two thousand nine, Dustin Diamond released the widely disputed tell all book Behind the Bell, where he paints himself as an outcast and a womanizer and bashes about every other cast member on the show. It was not a good look for Diamond, and his castmate said most of it was garbage. There were some wild claims. But first, let's hear what Dustin said about it a couple years ago while on E! talking with Mario Lopez.
3: Mm, Okay. Oh,
2: interesting.
1: From the horse's mouth to the horse's ear. D.D. claimed he didn't actually write the book and that a ghostwriter deceived him and made everything up. I wanted to write the book about my life. I was supposed to talk to a ghostwriter for 40 hours total. I talked to a guy for 90 minutes total. Another two weeks go by, and I get something in the mail. I get a copy of the book, he said in the extra clip. I don't know.
0: That just sounds like he was covering his bases because people didn't like it all that much. He
1: was hungry. He was desperate. He he desperately did not want to be... Like Screech, he wanted to, you know, so he was trying to change his anything image. Anything
0: else but Screech? Tough was time like, for him. Yeah,
1: a lot of it is bullshit, but I think he had a lot more to do with it than what he's saying here.
0: If it was like widely received as a hit, a smash, everybody yeah. loved it, he would have been like, "Yep, I wrote it." Yeah, it's all me,
1: hundred yeah. percent. Well, and there's, um, I do want to talk about it. There, there, there's a lot of points in this book I would like to discuss. It's juicy gossip. It's, yeah, if what's anything, in the it's some Yeah, we'll talk about the most. juicy juicy claims from behind the bell and if you don't want to like read the whole book and you know it's even hard to find like it it didn't do that well you could probably find some used copies on Amazon here and there I'm sure Um, but there is on 11points.com some articles by Sam Greenspan who just did an awesome job summarizing this Up, this was far far and away the best you know cliff notes on on the uh, the breakdown of the you know salacious autobiography about sex drugs and more (laughs) <laughs> on the set of Saved by the Bell here are all the juiciest details and claims first Dustin Diamond made sure everybody knew that uh, he has a large penis and this has used it to have sex with over 2,000 women okay most of whom he picked Who up at Disneyland that? somebody
0: oh that God. didn't bed yeah. 2,000 women
1: I mean, what he doesn't literally say is I'm broke and desperate enough to tell, you know, to sell everyone out and tell you about it. But he literally does shout out, I'm not screech. I'm 100% every single way, not screech. I'm cool. I follow no man. And women find me irresistible. That's what he's saying. So, you know, he tells, you know, of many of his exploits, even starting one chapter about halfway through the book with the sentence, is it bragging to say I've over 2,000 chicks in my life. like.
3: Oh, there's a lot of people that have played a lot of different on. roles. It's like he's like getting too deep into like what this character was. And it's like, I'm sure people gave him a really hard time. Yeah, But at the same time, it's like, again, there's a lot of people that have played... Either like the nerd role or like whatever, right. and it's like I mean,
1: Urkel had the same yeah complex, I'm it, sure, but he turned into a cool guy Stephane and like and yeah R-Kell. because people yeah, knew that he, he was
3: cool. You don't have to be like I'm cool, like just let your attitude do the talking. don't yeah. like say like oh no, I'm not like him. I'm cool, like just
1: he's like, what do you want? From we know me? that you're acting- two thousand chicks and stabbed a guy. I'm not Screech. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, what else do I we
1: have get to get do we compensation? You.
3: We get it. Yeah.
1: While it seems he met many of these anonymous girls when they were extras on the show or during the cast mall tours and cross country appearances, he says he actually seduced a large number of them at Disneyland.
0: That's a little creepy, don't you think? Yeah. It does sound pretty yeah.
1: He like, said.
3: I get that that did probably work. Like, if you were like a young girl and you're like, oh my god.
1: Yeah. I mean, he says pe- people don't realize Disneyland in the early '90s was the perfect place to meet and hook up with chicks. That's what he writes. He then goes on to describe the best rides on which to carry this out: the Haunted Mansion, a totally dark nine-minute ride. And finally, he explains his method was simple: he and a friend would walk around, wait until too often international tourists would recognize him as Screech, and take it from there. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little creepy. Yeah, I okay. get it. But you've done it. I would have done it if I was if, Scree- if, I, if I was Screech yeah. in the '90s, and I mean can't blame him for being like yeah i'll grab a buddy and go to disneyland you gotta yeah. go, go pick Arm. up some chicks let me show you how this is done but i don't know still a little creepy yeah
0: just doesn't doesn't sit well with me for some reason if he would have gone to a bar it would have been a different flavor but Do you have a problem with disneyland just like going to pick up ladies specifically could at you disneyland even get into a bar at the time probably I mean, not, not.
3: Probably not. They would have let him That's in. That's where he like, probably met
1: kids <laughs> Scream! <laughs> 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 Tell us a funny story. <laughs> oh, well, he had a bunch of stories that were not funny in this book. Uh, the next biggest bomb that he tried to drop—that you know—been had been corroborated before. But he said Mario Lopez raped a girl, and NBC paid her hush oh, money. No. Definitely the most damning accusation in the book, but one that Diamond doesn't hedge like many of the upcoming points. He flat out says Mario Lopez lured a girl back to his pad and was forced to have sex against her will. NBC lawyers <laughs> stepped in to maintain the image of his clean teen stars, though he paid the girl to be quiet. In my understanding, Diamond writes that it wasn't even a boatload of cash either, somewhere around 50 grand. Wow. Wow.
3: That's crazy. I did not know that.
1: There is a Variety article about Lopez being accused of date rape. So there is, you know, other cooperation on this. And it makes you wonder if there was social media in 1993 as we know it today, would things be the same for Mario? No way. Would he have the same e-career and... No way.
0: No no way. Yeah, especially if she wasn't even paid off to be, you know silenced over this this could have ended his career 10 years yeah. ago they, this could
1: have come back up to bite yeah. him he wouldn't be looking at a reboot no way he wouldn't be booting with berkeley booting with berkeley <laughs> no way <laughs> <laughs> uh, with he trashes tiffany too which i i just don't like you you don't you don't trash tiffany tiffany how amber how dare you sir yeah he says tiffany amber cheated on the actor who played Johnny Dakota simultaneously with Mario Lopez and Mark Paul Gosselin. (laughs) Thiessen comes off pretty poorly in the book. In this instance, Diamond discusses the famous anti-drug, "Say by the Bell episode, the one where a movie star named Johnny Dakota shows up to film an anti-drug PSA, but then tries to get the new crew to use drugs and they stand up to him. Apparently, Thiessen was dating Eddie Garcia, the actor who played Johnny Dakota. (laughs) Wow. But little did he know, Diamond says, she was having sex with both the other male leads under his nose. In fact, he says, for the entire week of that episode, Thiessen was sneaking off right under his nose, going from one guy's dressing room to the other's. Garcia eventually found out and ended things.
2: At <laughs> well,
3: l- least funny. he had a little
1: backbone and he put a stop to it. And he didn't just like, all right, yeah, Man. Do, it, do whatever
3: you want. You think she was really getting down with both of them?
1: I don't know. You can't blame her. She was so freaking hot. I mean, she probably had, she probably see a therapist because she was so freaking good looking. Too hard to be this hot. (laughs) It it was like I don't know what to do with myself. I'm having an issue being this gorgeous. (laughs) It's just a real issue. Everybody (laughs) hits on me. Literally, everybody.
3: I'm sure everybody was hitting on her, and she was doing so much with Mark Paul. So like, of course, and then like, obviously Mario Lopez. All yeah,
1: of uh, all of those girls were very, very cute. Very, but, but she she stood out certainly. They really
3: all were so cute. Top
1: of my list. That's for Lark, sure. Lark Voorhees, gorgeous. Number like, two. She was definitely number yes. two. Yep. We'll uh, we'll definitely get into that later. Okay. We'll uh, we'll bait about it. <laughs> get out of here. Duh, Bait about it. <laughs> During the No Hope with Dope episode, the cast members were all smoking weed in their dressing rooms. He says. Diamond doesn't reveal that much about the drugs floating around on the cast, but does say that the No Hope with Dope episode ended up being a huge hit. I just can't help but think of all the off-camera drinking and recreational drug use being indulged in by the cast members during that time. I could even smell a certain smoke wafting from the crack beneath Tiffany's dressing room.
0: What a just...
3: This is all in the book? He's a
0: skeezer. He's the book. He's what a, a skeezer. Got a bang on Tiffany like that? Yeah. He's jelly. For sure. Super jelly. She turned jelly. him down yep. and he's
3: better. And so he's going to try and Probably turn
0: him down. Yeah. This, three, four dozen times. So he's like,
3: oh, you're going to go bang all the other dudes but not me? Like, you don't know who you should he didn't, bang not He did
1: not leave out Elizabeth either. He says. What if they're playing oh. chess? He says Berkeley also did Special both Mario Lopez and Mark Paul Gosselaar, but only once Tiffany Amber Thiessen was done. Berkeley doesn't get a ton of ink in the book. You almost perceive that Diamond has sympathy for her post say by the Bell career, spurred by her decision to do showgirls. Mm-hmm. He does, however, <laughs> mention that once Thyssen was done with Lopez and Gosler, Berkeley decided that she wanted to get with both of them, too. Hell. He says there was a lot of desperation to her hoeing like she had a lot of catching up oh. to do. That's a quote from like his
3: book. Like, you brother. weren't doing, like, your own Come on. Like. Coming
1: from the guy that went to Disneyland to yeah, go use yeah. his exactly. screech. Yeah, you're judging yeah, her. Like, to go use his screechness. To everybody's <laughs> doing their own thing, okay? <laughs> it's not past judgment. He didn't stop there. He says, Lark Voorhees then did them as sloppy thirds. From this book and other things I've read, I get the impression that Voorhees is one of the shyest people in the history of mankind. Uh-huh. According to Diamond, it took years for Lisa Turtle to come out of her shell.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hilarious. And when she finally did, she took her turn on the lopez Gosler ride. He says you can match up the timing of these relationships with the timing of Zach's romances on the show. Really? Kelly yeah. got the early years. Then Jesse had a kiss during the rehearsal of the Snow White and the Seven Dorks. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Finally, I remember when they had a Yeah. <laughs> yeah and finally, that. Lisa got her run during her fashion show. Yeah. But right from, at the from end. From how I understood it, he was like dating her, though, for the most of it. Like they were together for like three years. Mark and Lark and were together. That, yeah. Mark and Lark. Mark the and Lark. Lark. Well, how cute. Mark and Lark. On the where, secret. Where though? was social media for that? Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, Diamond that's basically details how his fellow actors just took turns pairing off and rotating around.
3: Well, that's probably obvious to their teens that are all together every day off. All- he
1: even claims that the actors engaged in wild and crazy threesomes. What? Mark Paul Gosler actually on. did confirm this particular claim, though. Wow. He told People magazine in 2009, "All of us dated at one point or another. It was incestuous." Hey, you're the ones who convinced me to start dating again. Come yeah, on, I'm but at the surprised. same time, I don't know. I don't know, Dusty. I don't know.
0: Things were crazy. Telling stories again, Dusty. Well. Well, another,
3: someone else needs to do a behind the bell and see if we can yeah. get another I want it voice.
0: from Mark it, Paul.
1: I, I was
3: our Lark. We're going to yeah. talk about or the Elizabeth. movie, the
1: Lifetime movie, the Unauthorized story. The we Lifetime watched. Movie. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah. Let's finish with the book. All right. When Lark Voorhees was engaged to Martin Lawrence, he abused her at minimum verbally. This might be the strangest and most abstract scandal that Diamond tries to expose. He basically suggests that Martin Lawrence did something to make Voorhees even more reclusive and non-communicative. He says that he saw Voorhees shortly after her fiancé, Martin Lawrence, ended things with her publicly on the Arsenio Hall show. Diamond says she flinched whenever a man was near her or a man's voice suddenly projected towards her. She rocked back and forth, mumbling to herself in a very disturbing fashion as if in her own world. Like, that's kind of a crazy claim to make about Lark Voorhees and Martin Lawrence, for that matter.
3: Yeah, it's a bold statement. It's a bold
1: statement. Yeah. This one was interesting. DD had sex with uh, NBC's VP of children's programming, Linda Mansuko. He doesn't go into much detail about his other 1,999 sexual partners, but (laughs) one of the NBC executives who oversaw Say by the Bell gets almost an entire chapter
2: Jeez. yeah
1: I mean Suko was uh, 18 years older than Diamond but he says from the moment they met she treated him like an equal eventually as he got older that turned into a sexual relationship most were thinking, wow, this is really specific and controversial stuff to be saying about this woman. He seems to be really caring about. How pissed off is she going to be? Yeah. Then he reveals that she died from cancer in 2003. She was 44 at the time of her death. The only sexual partner whose name he reveals in the highest profile sexual partner at that is dead. Little strange. Little Suspect Screech. Sounds like
0: your girlfriend that you had back at summer camp that was from Canada yeah. that
1: nobody knew. Right? <laughs> it's just real fictitious, you know? It's a little fictitious. It, it is. And, and these, and are, the th- these are the things. She obviously
3: can't confirm yeah, any of these things. These
1: are the things so- where I don't see where a ghostwriter would benefit from it either. Like, where would a ghostwriter come in and make this stuff up? Like, why, why Why would he benefit from doing that? And it does sound no.
3: like he'd be like, oh no, I didn't have anything to do with it. He's not going to be like, yes.
1: Right, I made all these
3: claims, yes, Mario. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. did Yes, Yes, I did. Do you also want to
1: talk about the stabbing? Yeah, right. Um, Uh, mention of that in this book, huh? Yeah, Mark Paul Gossinger confessed to the cast that he took steroids before Saved by the Bell the college years, says Dustin Diamond. You can tell, I mean, it's possible, it's possible. He put on about 25 30 pounds of muscle. Aside from Gosler's physical changes yeah. throughout the show as he naturally grew older, there has been no evidence to corroborate this claim. It can't be denied that Gosler certainly bulked up a bit as the show progressed. He was bigger than, Slater, know, than Slater, no one, Slater was to No one to be. knows if it was steroids or if it was just him growing up. But yeah, yeah. He, he was a fair amount bigger than Mario Lopez in the college years. He was supposed to be a college wrestler, so he should have been
0: huge yeah. in comparison, and Mark Paul put on. But I feel like he
3: just grew overall, but steroids also (laughs) help. That'll also do the trick.
1: Right? This is the one that, like, I can't believe is true. I don't want to believe is true. Could it be true? I don't know. And I remember hearing this rumor a lot, like, not attached to this book. But executive producer Peter Engel... ...used to have bisexual threesomes with Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Mark Paul Gossler in his office. According to Diamond, Engel was a former cocaine user and Hollywood party scene guy... ...who saw the light and became a born-again Christian. As the showrunner for Saved by the Bell, he banned the swearing on set... ...and refused to let Bayside High be anything short of a utopia. But he really tries to guide the reader into believing Engel, Gossler and Thiesin used to get it on. He never says it directly... But he's not just implying it either. So yeah, at least through Diamond's eyes, the entire "Say by the Bell" era was pretty much one giant orgy, and everyone was invited except Mr. Belting, apparently. Oh. Yeah, Dennis Haskins, who Diamond refers to as a close friend, you know, he, he apparently escapes this book with very few mentions and virtually nothing controversial. But wow, that it's about clean. yeah Peter Engel and Man, these are Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Mario Lopez, book. like wow that was uh and they used a lot of this book to make that 2014 lifetime movie the unauthorized "Say yeah. by the bell story which which we saw It's terrible yeah we can talk, <laughs> we we, we can talk about that now um you have some thoughts on that it was uh they did a lot of that you know from what everybody knows and then you know a lot of that apparently was taken it's from going the book, off the
3: book but which he said that's was true. you know he
1: said a lot of that was crap he didn't write it i don't know i mean a lot of it seemed you know, to be true stuff that, like, everybody knew to be true.
3: You have to imagine, everybody knows that the entertainment industry is insane. And, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind closed doors. Right? These are teenagers and kids. Yeah, so it I seems hope like that it the, wasn't, they were a little too young to be Yeah, I hope called it wasn't into, too crazy yeah. for that. And who knows what if that, like... Maybe they were diddling. Maybe they were going over a new story. Right. Like, focus on Zach and Kelly because yeah. that's what that's people what they wanted did. to see. So, like, it sounds like I don't something know.
0: that, like, an ex boyfriend would think about the girlfriend that's yes, now Yeah, she's just bitter and coming with up with all sorts of
3: different things of what he thinks is going on. Right. But again, I don't His know. His interpretation.
1: I mean, he didn't actually see it. So, who knows? Who knows? I
3: agree. You explained that in a good way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Lifetime did air its TV movie on the the behind-the-scenes drama "Saved by the Bell" a while back. Let's discuss. Um, You know, first we talk about the casting. We were making jokes the entire. Time we were watching yeah. it about the unauthorized story of Corey Feldman because that's who looked like that. The guy that played for Zach Mark Morris Paul. looked yeah. exactly like Corey Feldman
0: with bleached blonde hair.
1: Lisa was casted well. The most the, the three girls were casted really yeah, well. Yeah, the girls yeah, were casted were, well. They were cute. They were, you know they seen they were, their part. Yeah, they were pretty cute. Yep. Screech was actually pretty casted well too, but Not man, bad. Horrible for Mario, Mario Lopez. Uh, and Mark yeah. Paul just terrible. Yeah, that was, that wasn't good.
0: Um, and everybody seemed five inches shorter to me I don't know yeah. if that was like a, a thing or not but it's wh- probably
3: just because Mark Paul was so much smaller in the, the unauthorized in this movie yeah. than as we remember so it throws everything yeah, off yeah he must be and Slater seemed, the guy that played him seemed smaller too so just
0: seems like the the mini version you know everybody's yeah. just like downsized a little bit
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: the casting was just kind of you know it was okay some takeaways from the very first lifetime movie I think I've ever seen, the unauthorized Say by the Bell story. First thing, you know, not sure why it had to be unauthorized. No a lot of his cast members spoke out against the movie, but it really they really didn't need to. You know, over the past few years word about Diamond's books certainly trickled down to all of them and I assumed that they figured the movie would be kind of a you know smear job it wasn't they all came off at worst as teenagers yeah and not you know the, pretty reasonable. yeah not the you know modern teenager having you know meth-fueled orgies on top of their no, common core was, homework like, assignments no no <laughs> it was a lifetime no baby, they're primarily so. positioned as mature professional teenagers with microscopic flaws which is know, pretty much part. how
3: i would like you Could see them you, doing yeah, it, yeah. You would like, see it
1: like being like that for sure. Knowing
3: Tiffany and Ruth, I don't know, as if we're like besties, like knowing <laughs> yeah. Tiffany personally, Dude. I'm just <laughs> Tiffany, I mean, and, Tiffany I. and Mark Paul, Dude. I mean, they wouldn't be doing those things,
1: yeah. Um, and it was incredibly tame compared to the Dustin Diamond book, um. It really was. In the years since the Behind the Bell came out, Diamond has, you know, distanced himself from it and admitted a lot of it was made up. After seeing this Lifetime movie, which, you know, ostensibly lands closer to the truth, the fabricated right. version is definitely way better. Um, you know, According to this movie, you know, the, the following are the biggest scandals for each of the major players. You know, Mark Paul having a, a thing for all three girls in the cast at one point.
3: Remember, Zach. It's better to be dumped by the best looking girl than to have never been dumped at all.
1: You know, Mario Lopez once bringing a girl to the set to impress her and starts kissing her. It's
3: all like normal yeah. things that you could totally see Tiffany happen. Tiffany
1: Amber Thiessen enjoying one sip of wine on the publicity tour in Paris. Right. 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 Like, Lark celebrating her birthday even though she's Jehovah's Witness. And, you know, like, li- yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Berkeley eventually wanting to leave the show to audition for more serious roles. You know, it you know, all
3: makes sense. Like, that all. Come like, on. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense.
1: You know, this is a long journey from Diamond's tell-all book, where he accused the show's creator of having threesomes with Gosler, yeah, <laughs> um, <this> is <laughs> way accused different. NBC of covering up Mario Lopez raping a girl, accused Martin Lawrence oh of my abusing Lark oh gosh. and accused himself of going to Disneyland every weekend to have sex with, uh, you know, two thousand different. I can groups.
3: imagine what they were thinking reading that book for the first time. It was just yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah.
1: And just sounds like a money grab to me. It was, and and the thing that really real pissed movie. me off that like I like stood out a lot was the lack of real show material that they you know that they used that that sucked. You know this movie featured a lot of fake Say by the Bell style scenes that they you know they didn't use real material from the right. Say by the Bell. So I was thinking they couldn't legally use the dialogue from the show, but then they did the I'm so excited, I'm right. so scared right. scene basically verbatim. You know those fake scenes drove me nuts. I hated that. Like, so like this
3: wasn't yeah. like yeah. every episode. Yeah,
1: that, that's stupid. They also acknowledged "Say by the Bell," you know, the college years, but not "Say by the Bell," the new class, which actually ran longer than the original show. So that was, I thought that was kind of interesting too. Yeah. And what was with the Screech bow ties? In virtually every you know fake "Say by the Bell" scene in the movie, Screech wears a bow tie. I'm not sure he like ever wore one on the show. And they showed him dressing up as Abraham Lincoln, which he never did on the show. Like that, just I remember that, wearing that
3: suspenders. Nuts.
1: Screech's acceptance is very different in, you know, the ending of the movie than kind of in the book, even how he describes it himself. You know, the movie concludes with Diamond saying, in me, I guess some part of me will always be Screech. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Like that didn't, what? All yeah. he said yeah. is, like, I
3: am nothing like yeah. Screech, I'm cool, I'm this, Which I'm not. He I'm stabbed a
1: guy to prove the fact that he wasn't Screech. Yeah, that was a, this book was a 200-page manifesto on how Dustin Diamond is 0% Screech, screech and how you're a terrible person for even suggesting so. Like, on a meta level, it was good to see things this way, assuming Diamond had at least some hand in the narrative of the movie. It's really to see, you know, he let go of a lot of his anger. The tone of the book was pretty bitter and sad. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the movie, while, you know, exceptionally more bland, was, you know, at least suggests Diamond has found some peace. But, you know, as far as the movie goes, I was definitely hoping for more kind of substance. Yeah. It just, just wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. It just wasn't that good. Talk some Saved by the Bell trivia. Oh,
2: trivia. Let's get in some fun facts and did Love you it.
1: knows, Tyler. Oh, I and, hope and I remember everything. I know you consider yourself pretty good. I used to be. Saved by the Bell trivia. Used oh, man, yeah, I know. I probably
3: could have told you every single thing. I don't know. I don't know how much Saved by the I've Bell I've watched.
0: seen most, if not all the episodes at least two times. That's well, it? Let's start At least some,
1: two times. Start small. Okay. How about a first towel?
3: You can roll that up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's an easy one. Okay, okay. And this is no name, no name is your buzzer. Blair can't do it. Just blurt yeah, it out, please. Just, don't. just blurt it out. Okay,
3: okay. I like that.
1: Who are the only two characters to appear in every single episode of the original show? Zach and Screech. That is correct. Yeah, you're right. In, Scree- every episode, in Screech yeah. is the only character in every single original Say yeah. by the Bell episode, the spin-off show series, and College the movie.
3: College, all of
1: them. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's he bitching about? Like you yeah, get, you've paid. made it from
3: the beginning. Right. Like, you get to be a part of this whole thing. Like you're the only one making they're yourself not, look they're, not gonna have, uh,
1: they're not going to have. They're not going to have him in the new one. You think?
3: I'm sure he'll be a in cameo. It. I, bet, but I hope they I don't all make an He's going to be a
1: repeat. No, cast he just member. needs
3: to like chill.
1: How could he bitch Easy, about playing like, Screech and then continue to play Screech?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Is yeah, well, going to come back and do it. It's the only no. role
1: I've ever had. I'll do it for half. I mean, <laughs> 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 Every character has either dated or gone on a date with each other except for one pairing. Name that pair Jesse and Screech. Incorrect. i
3: say Tiffany and Screech.
1: It's the characters. So you're just going to have to say Kelly. Kevin oh, and Kelly. Screech. I know it's your friend, Tiffany, and all there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, your bestie for the rest of too. you. Wait. <laughs> okay.
3: I mean, Kelly. TA. Yeah, I'll say Kelly and Screech. Whatever. T and Amber.
0: You're, you're, your you're both wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Tiffany and Amber.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. You're both wrong. Okay, hold Mr. on. Mr. Hey, Building.
2: Hey, 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 hey. What is
3: going on here? No. no. The main six. Lisa and Screech have Mario and Lisa. Or, uh, sorry. Ooh, Slater Mario, Slater. Slater and Lisa. Slater? I never remember them two and together.
1: Lisa. <gasps> that is correct. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Lisa and Slater are the pair that have never dated or gone on a date with each other. You know, Zach, like my
0: Uncle Charlie used to say, women are like vines. If you fall off one, hey,
3: you can
2: swing with another. <laughs>
3: I, I was going to say, I know all these love stories, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Here's one I know you'll get. The show was nominated for one Daytime Emmy. What category did it get nominated for?
3: Jeez.
1: TV comedy? But no, I don't even. TV drama. <laughs> TV drama? drama? No. No? Outstanding Achievement in Lighting. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my God. It's only... It did always have great lighting. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Bayside <laughs> was lit fantastically. They only had one set. Like, there was one, one classroom. Room. One classroom was used for every classroom that and they showed on there. And it was lit to perfection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolute perfection. <laughs> the show was lit. <laughs>
3: Before they even knew what was lit.
1: All right, let's get to one that you can actually answer here. Okay. What's the name of the girl group that Lisa, Kelly, oh, and Jesse form... God. In the caffeine pill episode, ooh, that's I, a good question. Is it banana split? No. The cupcakes. Mm. Hot Sunday, or a la mode?
3: Oh my god!
1: I'm gonna go hot I Sunday. Don't, I kind
3: of want to go. Hot.
1: hot Sunday. Hot Sunday is correct. Hot ooh. Sunday.
3: <laughs> good job, babe. Nice.
0: Feeling good. Well done. Thank you. Okay.
3: All oh, the caffeine pill so was one of my favorite. Uh, that was a good. It song. made so much impact.
1: It did. Needed to be said. Which of these would you not find in the home of Screech Powers? Mm-hmm. Okay, a hound dog, a robot named Kevin. Oh, definitely. A statue of Elvis mm-hmm. or a painting of Carl Sagan. Only a painting of Carl Sagan.
3: I'll say Elvis.
1: Blair, you don't remember, like. There was a whole episode where they party at Screeches yeah. when his mom's out of town, and they break the, the Elvis oh my, statue. Oh my Elvis god. Statue. What am right I p- painting of Carl Sagan.
3: Okay, I should have known better.
1: Okay, it's like you've never even seen <laughs> the <this> show before. <laughs> you, you know we're talking about Save by the Bell, right? God. What happens when students wear the fake class rings that Zach buys from <gasps> Their Gem Diamond? Their fingers turn green. Their fingers turn green. Blair, she's Definitely. right back in it. Blair, she's in there. I had faith I in her this. the whole time. He got scammed on some cheap ass yep. metal. Yeah. What physical trait makes Jesse Spano most insecure? Ooh.
3: Her height? That's correct. Yeah.
1: Weird. Wow. I remember um, the
3: episode at the dance, and she was all like, oh, I'm taller. This is tied two to two.
1: Oh. FWI. So it's Just a FWI. It's tied two to two.
2: Ooh.
1: Let's go to Malibu Sands, shall we? Yeah. Talk about my daughter, Stacy <laughs> the king oh, of queens yes stacy carosi's boyfriend craig cheats to win what annual competition at the malibu sands beach club
3: oh yes
1: is it a volleyball tournament Oh, a triathlon mm-hmm. an atv race <sighs> or a basketball tournament i'm gonna say atv race yeah i
3: think you're right
1: on the quad really or is it the volleyball both of you guys you're correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On wow. cool. ATV race. Like I
3: swear heck? I remember the ATV. For sure. We
1: totally cheated okay. in the volleyball game. One of my favorite episodes here. The Buddy Bands commercial <laughs> ends with Slater pointing to Kelly and Jesse and saying, Ladies love them. Hey, they work. Oh, mama. Better buy two. <laughs>
3: Probably, I feel like that something.
1: Ladies like, love them. Hey, they work. Oh, mama, better buy two.
3: I like. Hey, they work. But I'm gonna say the mama one. Oh, mama. Yeah. The
1: correct answer oh, is mama. Hey. They work. The <laughs> oh, felt it. I felt
3: like the only other one it could be. Triggery. So Slater. It's trickery. So Slater, It could work. <laughs> they work.
1: <laughs> work. Buddy <laughs> That's hilarious. Let's keep it Slater. What mall job does Slater get to make money around Christmas time? Hellshire Farms? Oh, Tyler. No. No. You're kind of on to something. If. If I didn't know how much you've had to drink tonight. Campi- I remember
3: the camping store, the tent. No. Or was that just at the no, mall? He
2: doesn't
0: no. sell smoked
1: meats and cheeses? No. And this is like, come on.
3: What? I'm Do you guys to call yourselves
1: fans of the show?
3: I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. It's been
0: 30 years.
3: He wraps gifts. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah. I remember that. Oh, my God. Blair knew that. <laughs> so knew
0: that. Blair knew it. She just didn't say it. Tiffany's going to
1: be so disappointed. <laughs> I didn't get that. She's going to call Sorry, me Tiffany. tomorrow and be like, you didn't know that? So we didn't remember She's that She's going to give me so much shit for this. Let's see if we remember this episode. Mm-hmm. How is beloved Bayside Duck Becky killed?
3: Oh, the other the rivalry team?
1: No. Oh. Was there an oil spill? Oh. That's correct.
3: Oh, That's, oh my God. She drowns Tyler in oil. Mm. Very
1: memorable episode. It was like a yeah, sad episode. Yeah, that was sad. I, was, I cried. I remember that. I, I cried that was sad. real hard. Tyler's coming right back. I, I Tyler's feel a him. sucker for animals. He, he looks re- reinvigorated over there. Where do there.
0: we go from
3: here? <laughs> <He's> feeling it. <laughs> feeling
1: it. Where does Jesse's dad get married? Reno? Palm Springs Las Vegas oh, Ve- or Acapulco. Vegas.
3: I feel like I remember seeing them in the hotel is it Vegas? Palm Springs or Palm Springs
1: you're thinking Vegas because of the movie where I- Zach and Kelly get, get married, married in, in Vegas. Vegas Tyler is right wow. in strengthening oh, his, his no. lead here the correct answer is Palm Springs Palm oh, Springs shoot
3: thought I had that one
1: I've stayed in that hotel before have you really? yeah
3: well, that's, so that's a cool
1: hotel. It's nice, yeah, it's fun. What's the name of Kelly's hunky older boyfriend? Jeff? Yeah. Mike? Mark? Or Billy? Jeff. Jeff is correct. Jeff. Jeff,
0: Jeff is correct. He was like 34. <laughs> she was 16. I know.
3: Like, is this?
1: I was so pissed for Jeff. Is this legal? Is this legal? He was an attorney. You're
3: just jealous of Jeff because he got to be. I Kelly. was so jealous of Jeff. Jealous, of, like it's just anybody that got with Kelly.
0: Yeah, Still everybody in. on the cast was too. They're like, This fucking guy, right? Get the fuck out of here, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Killing the mood here. Just gonna we, come nobody in and nobody get likes Kelly? you, Jeff. We were having three ways before Jeff. Yeah, God. what concert is the gang trying to buy tickets for when they find five thousand oh. dollars in a case? At you the too. Ball? What is you U2? Is it MC Hammer, Madonna? You do. Oh. Or the Beach Boys. You too. <laughs> and that's when they camp out. Yep, that's in when the they camp out story. in the Sporting Goods Oh, that's right. okay. That's
3: correct. Man,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you are killing it.
1: In Fake IDs, episode nine of season three, and one of my personal <laughs> absolute <laughs> favorites, which over 18 nightclub did the gang sneak into? Oh, my God. This was definitely one of my favorite sodes. Do we have options here? I love the fake here? ID thing. I, like,
3: like, gonna, I, do, I remember. You get no options.
1: This is like a, you got to oh, remember it. Oh, I do not the remember attic. the club. That is correct.
3: Oh, my Nailed gosh. Nailed it. Out of left field. Biscuits. No, you did not just get in. The it. it. Yeah. The attic is correct. Zach's mom shows up. As soon as you up. said yeah. that, I was like, I think that's right. Oh, that's right. I was right. like, I'm never going to. What? That's right. Now, a
1: lot of these questions in this was compiled from just, you know, excellent r&d work from our crunchtastic r&d department and you know they were when you're taking them for quizzes and such they're either way too easy or way too hard yeah Yeah. it was either like what was slater's nickname for zach morris property yeah or or it was like what was slater's locker number yeah and Uh, yeah uh, yeah 604 so those were going to be really hard um so I, I you know we we tried to avoid getting too yeah, easy and too hard good. This, good ones. this was one though along the lines kind of like the locker number though that I feel you should get okay okay
3: is a harder one
1: what place did Zach and Kelly's song occupy on the max's jukebox a six a twelve a eighteen or a twenty
3: four a twenty four not a clue. A-16. Blair.
1: A-16 wasn't even one of the four options. <laughs> four. B-2 B shot. A-6, A-12, A-18, A-24. A-16? <laughs> Did I get it? Did I win? It was B-16, right? I'm child child. The answer is A12.
2: Zach, this is our song. A12, it's sacred. I do
1: A12 was sacred. A12. It was sacred. Oh. Was. A12. Was. Thank Kelly's song. Oh, that's A12. That's their song.
0: <laughs> I was close. At least I got one on the list. You at <laughs> least got one of the Shut four multiple, <laughs> <laughs> the multiple choice options. I feel like I need half a point for that. Just forgetting an actual <laughs> option from the list.
1: <laughs> All right, here's a good one. How frequently did Mark Paul Gosselaar have to dye his hair blonde in order to play Zach Morris? Weekly. Uh, like daily. Weekly. Okay, see, like, everyone knew that he had, like, that wasn't going to be a trivia question. Everyone knew he had to dye his hair and he really tell, had dark yeah. hair. I had frosted tips. Yep. Come on. He was so
3: good with blonde hair and He, he Black had, roots. He it's had not to even dye it funny. blonde
1: every two weeks. Two weeks? Every two weeks. Okay. We were both wrong. Yeah. What's a big deal? Am I supposed to be upset about something? Okay. I've been waiting to get into some of this here. Why did we get the character Tori in the final season <laughs> of Saved by the Bell?
0: Why? She was a transfer. Tori. Her dad was
1: in the military? No, not in the show. Oh. Why did Tori show up for the last season? Well, I
3: would Because Kelly left And Jesse left
1: how And Jesse, because or of con- Jesse left. because of contract issues with Tiffany Thiessen and Elizabeth Berkeley. Yes. Wow, Blair. Yes, go yeah, I was Blair. Say I remember yes, they left. And, But there was kind but of reasons. It was miscommunication, the, and, and they this weren't was, there at and the this same was weird. time. I just remember they weren't there, that they the were never there at the same time, and it always messed us because we never watched this on Saturday mornings as they came out new. We watched them and like never in order later. reruns TBS after school. WGN yeah, after
0: school special exactly.
1: Three D. So we so it never even occurred to me that. She was in it at the last season and only the last no. season. As far as Tiffany and Ruth and Elizabeth Berkeley go, they were told the show was over. And before the creators changed their minds and ordered more sods, Tiffany had already signed on to do 90210 and Elizabeth committed to Showgirls. Saved by Thank the Bell, the Save by the Bell graduation <laughs> in 1992 had already been shot before all of this happened and they waited to air it as the finale. So they shot the the graduation, the final episode with everybody and waited to air it and just forget about Tori in that zone. So
3: Tori doesn't
1: graduate? No. <laughs> never no, the Tori episodes all aired in the middle of the final season to sidestep continuity problems. The storyline operated on the idea that Tori, Kelly, and Jesse were all at Bayside at the same time and had different classes and in social interactions with Zach, Slater, Screech, and Lisa that never overlapped. Yeah. So, I can't believe Tori was yeah,
3: only there that's for poss- the last
2: season.
1: <sighs> I mean... Tyler and I almost got into it earlier. I mean, we yeah. it was uh, there was a lot of friction and we were starting to get really heated. He tried Ooh, to tell me He tried to tell me he would choose Tori over Jesse. And I was like, "What in the fuck? All day, every day.
2: Would you? Like we both we, we both
1: agreed Kelly was far and away number, number one. 1. Yep. Lisa number like, 2. Lisa number 2. Mm-hmm number three and, and i was like okay. oh, i was like all right i go and i go it wasn't fair for jesse because of the way they did her hair and her clothes and her character like because elizabeth berkeley is smoking hot yeah like she really is for sure she, just as so the character so this is
3: also based on just yeah characters and
1: i was like i go i go so you take tori i go leather jacket and all he goes I'd be, <laughs> he goes i make her wear only the leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> just the leather jacket <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's Tyler. Yeah, it all makes sense. Now. It all makes sense. I was like, you gotta have the sleeves, you
1: gotta have the sleeves rolled up, and everything. Yeah, so, yeah of course. Oh yeah, the sleeves have to be rolled up. Keep it on. Get sweaty. More leather. Gotta have more leather. Add more leather. I wasn't a big Tory fan, and it wasn't really anything against Tori in her bad acting. It was. <laughs> it was really because every time she was there, it meant Kelly wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah. We meant no Kelly and Jesse. So it's like
3: mm-hmm. is this a Kelly or a Tory So yes. kind of situation? I mean the For only th- the
1: only thing worse than that, and Tyler would agree, was when you'd get a original like Good Morning Miss Bliss episode. Like no. They one. would just randomly
0: throw those in on that three thirty episode no oh, every was was once in a while. It's and I would just sit there no. like during the no. intro mm-hmm. with fingers crossed, hoping to God that <laughs> it was the high school years. <laughs> Jesus H,
3: (laughs) this is everything right now. Come on, I'll watch the same episode I saw yesterday as long as I don't
0: have to see that.
3: But it did get so much better.
0: All right, who was the other uh, brunette, curly-haired girl? No one remembers her. Her name was was Nikki, but no one
1: remembers.
0: She was (laughs) second up behind Mark Paul, and it was like Mark Paul, okay, please no Nikki. Come on, Slater. (laughs) Come on, Slater.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that one. After retooling the show from Good Morning Miss Bliss, what was the new name supposed to be? I don't know. Good Morning Bayside? No, Tyler. No. No.
3: Something
1: no. with Bayside? I wouldn't have gotten this. <laughs> I
3: have no idea.
1: When the bell rings.
3: Oh, wouldn't have. No, not at all.
1: According <laughs> Saved to. Saved by the bell. Yeah. So much way better. The, the well, rolls off it, the tongue. Way to go, you Interesting story behind it. According to producer Peter Engel, at a meeting before the show had been created, NBC president suggested that the show be given a name that used the word bell, and for some time, it was titled, When the Bell Rings. One of Engel's colleagues suggested the name Save by the Bell. Engel disliked the name horribly. He didn't like it at all, but went along with it, believing someone else probably owned the rights to the phrase. NBC's legal department discovered that nobody owned the rights to the phrase. By the next day, Engel's office was covered in large banners that said, "Say by the Bell.
3: Yeah, that's perfect. Good
1: call. Good call. Well done.
3: Yeah, that's it's a perfect name for it. It Blair was catchy. It. It. It's quick. Say by it. the Bell. Never forget Loved that. No. I mean, I'll never forget. Yeah, I remember, like, I mean, they did great with the music. They did great with the music. They did great with all of it. It's like. You know, the second that you very hear that, 90s. oh very my god, 90s. I would like run as soon as you hear the the bell, the bell. and it was yeah. gonna start.
1: All right, let's forget everything we've done up to this point, even though it's hard to forget how badly <laughs> Tyler beat Blair in this. Oh my god, I think you did just like. Go but giggity, giggity. let's wipe the slate clean for this yes, very winner take all. last winner take all Ooh. trivia question.
3: Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which actor would hide pics of his genitals on set for others to find? Mr. Belding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My office
1: now. I'll great! You just red. Tyler, come on down. No, no. no hey, no. kids, look at this. <laughs> it was one of the six. Oh. It's gotta
3: be Dustin Diamond.
0: I'm gonna say
3: or Mario or. Lopez.
1: Those are good guesses. Elizabeth Berkeley. (laughs) The correct answer is Dustin Diamond. Of course it is. In Mario Lopez's book, Just Between Us, he writes that Diamond performed quite a few lewd acts that did not necessarily endear him to the rest of the cast. The fact that Diamond was a few years younger than everyone else, combined with the clear fact that he didn't look like his castmates, set him apart from the cool kids. Not everyone got along with Screech, aka Dustin Diamond. I did, but maybe I was the exception, he writes. He was one of those dorky kids who thought it was hilarious to take Polaroids of your genitals and leave the photos all over the set for everyone else to find Yeah, I could see him doing that. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very screech thing to do.
3: Well, if you can't be an idiot with your friends, who can you be an idiot with?
1: It's a very screech move. Look at this boosh. That's a very screech move.
3: It's a Dustin Diamond
1: move. All right, so that was good say by the Bell yeah, stuff. That was oh, absolutely. Awesome. Love, any, some any, Bell. any final thoughts? Any favorite episodes?
3: I mean, I'm excited to see what this reboot is. I hope everybody makes an appearance.
1: I'm excited for the boot. I, miss,
3: I need to go through like a say, by the belt marathon, like starting Rewatch with Good Morning Miss Bliss. it all. Miss
0: yeah,
1: the beginning like, again. Yeah, even cool. even the Good Morning Miss ex- Bliss. Oh yeah, Nikki and Start all. Start from the
3: beginning. Wow, Nikki and all.
1: Heather came prepared. Tyler, <laughs> God was
3: on fire tonight.
1: Tyler on came prepared all cylinders. <sighs> Well, this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another.
2: Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening.
1: Brandon Tarkatoff. Tarkatoff. Tarkidoff. Pter- tear Tardakov. That's it. Brandon Tartakov. Tear the page.